The reason I wanted these guys, the worship team, to sing that song uh, today was because today I really, I want to speak to you about my favorite subject, my favorite, favorite subject in the whole world. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to stand here and talk for 20 minutes about my daughter Hannah, um, or my son Ando, or my amazing wife. No, I want to talk to you today about the goodness of God. That's why I wanted that song to be played, to, to lead in, okay? You know, for me, nothing beats this topic of conversation. Uh, if I've got like small group meetings planned, uh, leadership meetings planned, anything planned, and you know, I've spent hours preparing, and then you start the meeting and somebody says, uh, David, can I share testimony? Please, go ahead. I will throw all the plans that I had out of the window to sit with you, to sit with people, and just and to listen about the goodness of God in their lives, because there is nothing more uplifting to us. Um, I want to start with a scripture today from the Psalms, uh, Psalm 100, verse 5. It says, the Lord is good. Can I get an amen? Thank you. There is no end to his faithful love. We can trust him forever and ever. Now, this is a phrase, it's a term that we hear, you know, we've just sung it. Uh, I'm sure we've probably said it a few times this morning. We hear it in sermons, we hear it in podcasts, we hear it in songs. But what is it? What actually is the goodness of God? You know, we say the goodness of God, we say God is good. What is it? What do we really mean? You know, because God's goodness, it's around us all the time every day. But how much do we actually pay attention to it? How much and how often do we recognize it? Are we really aware of just how good he really, really is? So what I want to do today is this. Um, by looking at these and some other questions, I hope to raise our awareness of just how good he is in our lives, to glorify his name, uh, and to raise our level of gratefulness for his goodness. Uh, if you were here in the first gathering, uh, Pastor Herman talked fantastically about Thanksgiving, with it having been Amer American Thanksgiving this week or last week? This week, this week, you know? And um, yeah, this is, you know, God's goodness, this is something that we really need to be thankful for in our lives as well, okay? So we might even, you know, this is kind of, this is my, dream prayer, I guess, that maybe for some today we can transform us from thinking about the negatives in our lives and seeing only his goodness. You know, that's, that's kind of my prayer for everybody is that in your life, you don't see any negative. All you see is God's goodness everywhere and around you. So we're going to look at what is the good goodness of God? How can we recognize it? How do we see it? And kind of as important, actually, the consequences of not seeing it. Because there are actually some quite strong, dire, some almost tragic consequences of not seeing it. So let's jump in. What is it? It's actually pretty hard to define. So uh, <laughs> there's this thing that you'll have noticed that pastors, speakers, preachers do when when it's hard, hard to define a word, they go all, we go all scholarly. And um, 
we make like we, we know Hebrew and we know Greek. Uh, thankfully, it's all online for us to, to do that. But if we look at the Hebrew, okay, looking at the word goodness, it means good, desirable, pleasant, pleasing, be friendly, beauty, blessing. Then we go to the Greek, it means do good, do what is right, correctly, last but not least, proclaim good news. So I think you can kind of see why it's a bit hard to define. You know, there's a lot of different meanings, a lot of words in there. But yet it's one of the most used words in the Bible. Uh, the King James Version uses it 846 times in 769 verses. So pretty much any book that you're going to read in the Bible, you're going to come across this, going to come across this word, across this term, all right? So I want to start by looking at Psalm 23. Most of you will know this. I'm going to do a huge injustice to this amazing psalm today. My apologies. I, I don't have time to look at it thoroughly, uh, but I think it gives us probably the best idea in the whole Bible about the whole scope of God's goodness. Uh, can you guys all see it? This is, you know what? Why don't you read it with me? On three, yeah, one, two, three. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Amen. So if we break this down quickly, verse by verse, right, we can see many of the different ways in which God is good, ways that we can see the goodness of God. So verse one, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, here we see his goodness in that he will meet all our needs. That's what verse one tells us. Verse two, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He will teach us to relax when we're stressed. Amen. He leads us to peace. Verse three, he restores my soul. He replenishes our strength when we are empty. Verse 3b, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. He will guide us when we're confused. I'm often confused. I really need this guidance, okay? Uh, verse 4a, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. He will walk with me in dark and fearful days. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. He will protect me when I feel insecure. Verse 5 he will means he will publicly show his favor on my life. Verse 6a, he will be, he'll be good to me no matter what happens. And last but not least, the end, verse 6b, tells us that one day he will take us to heaven. Wow. You know, this is just scratching the surface, but just from Psalm 23, we can see just how much he wants to do for you. 
Yes, he wants to do for you. You can see just how much through his goodness. Uh, Talking about the goodness of God, I have to, of course, mention at least John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. If that doesn't make you think about the goodness of God in your life, I don't think any other verse will. You know, God is so good to us that he gave his only son. And when you think of everything that we've done at this point, okay, uh, the Apostle Paul wrote to Titus uh, in chapter three. He said this to him, for we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not because of works done by us in, in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing, regeneration, and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Look at this, disobedience, foolishness, betrayal, worship false idols, sin, debauchery, evil towards one another. And yet, what did he do? He forgave us, my goodness. Not only forgave us, but he sent us away to become righteous again. He sent us away to become right in his eyes again. Look at the price that God paid for this, for us. It's amazing. This is truly the most incredible, incredible thing that ever happened in the whole history of the world. This, this is the goodness of God. Practical. Please get practical, Pastor David. Okay, how can we recognize God's goodness in our lives today then? How does this apply in my daily life? Uh, in James chapter 1, verse 17, he says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due change. So I just want to highlight six gifts, good and perfect gifts, that, by which you can easily recognize God's goodness in your life today. I think we have them coming up. All right, so a number of ways to recognize God's goodness in your life. So you'll see the first one there, breath. This is fun. Can everyone stand up again, please? All right. Uh, Yeah, with your masks on. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it out. Do you feel that? Do it again. Let it out. That's God's goodness. Every breath that you take, 
Every breath we take, I'm not gonna sing the sting song. Every breath we take is a gift. It is because of his goodness. Yes, please sit down. Thank you. You're here this morning, which means you woke up. You received another day of life. This is God's goodness. We receive these things because of God's goodness in our life, you know? But it's very easy to take for granted. Wow, you know, God's goodness just gave me six quick breaths. It's very easy to take this for granted. But if you do learn to acknowledge it every day, you'll be seeing the goodness of God in your life all the time. You know, each new day that we receive is another day full of his providence and his blessings for us. Uh, Secondly, talking of blessings, yes, when we give our lives over to his hands and we don't become distracted by idols such as uh, money, power, uh, fame, there's a big long list of them, right? You You will see daily the blessings that he gives you. Number three, in answered prayers. It's because of his goodness that he answers your prayers. There's no obligation to answer your prayers, my prayers. Doesn't have to. It's because of his goodness that he answers his prayers. And you know, I believe that actually he answers our prayers even in those times when we believe he hasn't. Come on, we've all been there. You know, God, I've prayed this to you like 10 times and it's still not come through. I've still not got a yes. I've still not, you know, I've still not got what I'm asking for. What's going on? Well, I don't have time to go into this now. It's really a message by itself. But just very quickly, uh, I kind of think, I believe that God answers our prayers in two ways. Either with provision, which is when he answers with a yes in our eyes, or with protection, when he answers with a no in our eyes, right? We're saying, why haven't you answered my prayer? Why haven't you given me that? Maybe he has answered you. He's answered you with protection, okay? Of course, we see, it's easy to see the goodness of God when, yeah, you know, we pray for something, I pray for a promotion, and oh, next week, get a promotion. Thank you, Lord. Awesome, you know? It's not so easy to see his goodness when you think that your your prayers are not being answered. But if you see it that, well, hang on a minute, possibly it's very likely God is not answered with a yes in my eyes because he wants to protect you from something. Perhaps what you prayed for would be bad for you. Perhaps it would cause you pain. Or perhaps it would bear rotten fruit. So here still, even though we might think, oh, this is not good. God's not showing me his goodness. He's not answering these prayers. Think about it again. He has, just in a different way than you are looking, looking at it. So we still see his, his goodness there. Number four, in God's providence and provision, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Most of us in here probably know this verse. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Uh, Just quickly, providence is is the governing power of God that oversees his creation and and works out his plans for it, okay? So how do we see the providence and the provision of God daily in our lives? Very simple. 
very simple. We see it in the way that he sustains us each day. He is faithful to meet our physical needs and to love us. Uh, in, the, in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus tells us not to worry, right? He tells us many things in the Sermon on the Mount, but he tells us not to worry, not to be anxious about tomorrow, not to worry about what we will eat or what clothes we're going to wear. But what do we still do? We still worry about tomorrow. (laughs) He tells us not to. But this is his goodness coming through to you again. If you listen to what Jesus said, Do not worry about tomorrow. If you see God's goodness, you will see, you know, the fact that we are alive and here today. That means God will be in our tomorrow. Yes? He knows the number of our days. He knows when life is hard, but we can still trust in him to sustain us. He doesn't stop giving his goodness when you're, Life in your eyes, in our eyes, is not in a good moment. His goodness is always there, you know? So take note of those times, because then you will really see the goodness of God, like fully, fully alive in your life. Um, I think the fifth one says, in, in people. Every person that's in your life, every friend that you've got, friends that have come and gone, uh, your family, everyone in your life, it's no accident that these are the people in your life. It's no accident. They are purposely placed there. God has put the people in your lives that are in your lives for a reason, for a purpose. They are part of God's purpose for our lives. Uh, Some of them are meant to breathe life and love into our lives. Some, we are meant to share the love and the hope of Jesus with also, okay? Both of these, both of these show God's goodness in your life. Uh, Last one on this list, acts of kindness. Who knows that term, random act of kindness? Only one person? Yeah. I think you've all probably heard it. It's a funny saying we have, really, because there's absolutely nothing random about them. There's no such thing as a random act of kindness. It is all part of God's providence in our life. Remember, nothing good happens apart from the Father. John 15, verse 5 says, For apart from me... You can do nothing. So next time that you feel you've received a random act of kindness, remind yourself, you've just been on the receiving end of the goodness of God. Okay? Uh, Finally, how am I doing? I'm pretty good, I think. Okay, let's look at the consequences of forgetting his goodness. One, two, three, four, five. Firstly, we stop turning to him. We stop asking him for help. You know, if we stop seeing God's goodness in our life, it's pretty easy to stop turning to him for help, yeah? Uh, if we're not seeing his goodness around us, then, well, we can actually quickly feel like 
God isn't doing anything in our lives. So why bother asking him to help us? If you are forgetting to see the goodness of God in your life, this is what can happen. You end up going, well, he's not doing anything in my life. I won't bother asking him anymore. I won't bother turning to him. But don't forget, please, don't forget, God wants to help you. He's like any other father. He wants to help his children. But sometimes we do. We stop praying our requests to him. Uh, some people get this, um, oh, my, my, my requests are too small for God. No, I don't want to bother God with just my little small requests, okay? But think about it. Do you think any request is big for God? Every single request is small to God. It's nothing to him. He can do anything he wants in the blink of an eye. He breathed the world into creation. So don't think that, oh, you know, I'm burdening him. My, my, my prayer requests are too small. You know, don't think I'll just give him the big ones. Because what you think is a big one is small anyway. So keep turning to him. And then the more that you pray to him, the more that you ask his help, as he meets your needs, well, we learn to trust God more then, right? So please remember his goodness in your life and don't stop asking him for help. Secondly, this one can be quite dangerous. Um, If we forget his goodness in our life, what do we start doing? We start taking credit for the things that God did for us. And I think we all know where that leads. Uh, Years ago, I lived in this place, uh, big time. (laughs) And uh, well, until the Holy Spirit, uh, very ably assisted by my wife, woke me up. You know, before we know it, we are full of pride. When we, start think, when we start taking credit for the things that God did for us and saying, I did it, it's a very quick road to be, to be being full of pride. Look what I did. Look at me. Aren't I smart? Aren't I clever? I built this business from the ground up. No, you didn't. Without God, you did nothing. There's many other examples. Um, also, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but there's, there's a very definite connection between pride, stress, and depression. The first one, pride, can very quickly lead to depression, okay? And stress, who loves stress? Wow, thank God, nobody put their hands up. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think so, you know? Nobody loves stress, but forgetting his goodness in your life can very quickly lead to stress. Uh, I will give credit where credit due. Uh, Pastor Rick Warren says, he has asked this question. It's a statement question. He says, do you realize that the major cause of stress in your life is forgetting to focus on God's goodness? Read that again. The major cause of stress in your life is forgetting to focus on God's goodness. Um, it's funny, uh, 
in Acts chapter 12, there's a great scripture. Uh, it's about the, about the death of Herod. Um, verse 21 to 23. It, goes, it's, it reads like this. I'm using the message uh, translation. I don't normally do that, but uh, it just speaks it so well. So it says, On the day set for their meeting, Herod, robed in pomposity, took his place on the throne and regaled them with a lot of hot air. The people played their part to the hilt and shouted flatteries, the voice of God, the voice of God. Well, that was the last straw. God had had enough of Herod's arrogance and sent an angel to strike him down. Herod had given, no, Herod had given God no credit for anything. Down he went, bang, rotten to the core, a maggoty old man, if ever there was one. He died. So I think it's pretty clear from the scripture as well that we don't want to be forgetting God's goodness. The ESV translation ends it with, and he was eaten by worms. Yeah. That's a good reason not to, uh, not to forget about God's goodness in your life, yeah? So there are many consequences of forgetting God's goodness, but this is the last one I'm going to briefly touch on today. That is that it makes it very easy to become pessimistic about the future. You know, you can look at hope as anticipating God's goodness. So if we stop seeing it, if we stop living in it, then where is our hope? Who wants to live their life thinking, I have no hope, you know? So keep looking, keep seeing God's goodness in your life. So as I close today, I really want to encourage you to dedicate every day more time than you currently do to not just look for, but to bask in it, to really soak it in, to really appreciate the goodness of God in your every day, every second, every minute, every hour of your life. But please don't stop there because that's just taking it for you. Thank you, thank you, God, for your goodness. Full stop. It's not what God wants you to do with it. Please tell it to others also. Share your good news. Who knows? Maybe just by doing this one simple thing, you may well be leading somebody to Jesus. Think about that. You might be introducing someone to Jesus for the first time in their life. We never know, right? We don't know. We don't know who we're talking to. We don't know if they know Jesus, don't know Jesus. They don't, we don't know if they know of the goodness of God or not. You may be triggering a response in someone that will lead to someone's salvation. You may be leading them to a whole new amazing life, a life of grace and of freedom and of the love of the Father in their lives. You could very well be leading that person to living with what you have, the goodness of God overflowing in their lives, the same as you have at all times. So I pray that for all of us, definitely me included, this is something that we find to be the most worthwhile use of our time. This is such a worthwhile use of your time. Um, so, 
this is the this is the last time I'll be speaking to you from up here. Uh, today is the last time that I will be be speaking to you from here. So excuse me for going a bit long, um, but I also just I wanted really to share to take this opportunity to share with you about the goodness of God because He really, 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 really times a billion times infinity. He really is so, so good. So my prayer for you today is that something in this message stirs you, wakes something in you. I pray that it will help you to see more of the goodness of God that envelops us every minute of the day. You know, let's face it, Where's Paharesh? He, he alluded to it earlier as well. You know, the world that we live in right now. Okay, I'm I'm sharing about the goodness of God. The world that we live in has a lot of badness. Let's put it that way. In it today, you need only turn on any TV. You only have to turn on the TV news or uh, open your news app, and it's there. The world has many tribulations, many are suffering, many are in need, many are lost. So I pray that this message today helps to stop us getting lost too by showing how you can see and reminding you to please see the goodness of God in your life every day. When you do, So when we leave from here today, let's all determine just to revel in His goodness, to dance in it, to really enjoy the goodness of God. And as we do, let's not forget to glorify His name, because through it all, right? As it says in slide in Revelation 4, verse 11, "Worthy are You, our Lord and God." to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Or to put it another way, all things, including us, exist because of the goodness Church, would you all pray with me? Heavenly Father, we I just want to thank you for your amazing goodness in our lives that we see every single day, Lord. I pray that you open our eyes to see it more. I pray that you will make us more aware just how good you really are. Father, I pray that we don't selfishly keep your goodness to ourselves, but I pray that we spread your goodness, that we share your goodness with others who don't know you yet, so that they too may have your goodness in their lives. Father, let us not take it for granted how good you are. Let us give time to you every day to thank you for everything that you do as each day passes and in each new day 
that you give us because of your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor David. Thank you for that sharing. Thank you.